You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the wedding process and the unique challenges that the pandemic posed for couples all around the world. So stay tuned. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage, the podcast where we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. I am your host, Gloria Grace Rand, the insightful copywriter and founder of The Love Method. My mission is to help you stop doubting yourself so you can live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Namaste and welcome to Live, Love, Engage. I am Gloria Grace Rand and I am delighted to be with you today. We're going to be talking about something a little bit different on the show. We haven't really, well, I think once before we touched about marriage, but today we're going to be talking about actually before you, how you get there is the wedding process and some unique challenges that the year 2020 has uh, posed for couples all around the world. And I am so pleased to have someone from the other side of the world uh, on the program today, uh, someone I met at a mastermind uh, online uh, session a few weeks ago. Her name is Shraddha, and she is coming to us all the way from India. So welcome to Live, Love, Engage. Thank you very much, Gloria. And I am humbled and honored to be on your show. Mm. Namaste from India. Mm. Well, we are glad to have you. And um, let me tell you a little bit about Shraddha because she is an expert in uh, weddings. She's actually an accomplished relationship coach um, and who has had success in using her self-designed faith system to strengthen relationships within the corporate and personal world. And she's also an international public speaker who has been trained, mentored, and certified by Les Brown, who is one of the most well-known and influential motivational speakers in the world. I have seen some of his talks, and he's amazing. And she's also the author of an Amazon best-selling book called Witness the Breakthrough. And uh, it's through that, and for those of you watching on YouTube, you can see she's holding up the book right now. Well, those of you listening, you won't be able to see that. Um, but she has been coined the esteemed wedding Shakti after using her relationship strengthening skills to help anxiety-filled couples navigate the stressful journey of the path to marriage. And as someone who has been married over 30 years now, I do remember, though, it was a bit stressful <laughs> um, getting that process. And, and I was telling, I was sharing with Shadra, Shadra, yeah. See, I'm messing up your name, Shraddha. I apologize. Um, before we got started, that I ac- actually had uh, two of my nephews this year had planned to be uh, married. Um, one was getting married in June, and they wound up postponing uh, the ceremony until next year. And then my other nephew actually did go through with the ceremony a couple weeks ago uh, in Texas. However, we weren't able to fly out there. My husband didn't want to fly to Texas uh, from Florida. So um, instead, they just had it Uh, socially distanced in the church for um, just the immediate family members, and then they were able to live stream it. So we were able to watch the ceremony, which was nice. Um, But this has been a crazy year, right, Um, Shraddha? So uh, how are 
how are you helping maybe even some of your your clients um, deal with the craziness of of trying to get married during a pandemic? <laughs> yes, and, uh, that's a brilliant question because most couples are coming to me, you know, confused whether this is the right time to marry or not. And all I ask them is, how confident are they about saying yes to each other? Mm. If you are confident about each other, about the way you feel for each other, then how important, the next question is, how important is it for you to tie the knot or to walk the aisle? In India, in our Hindu religion, we tie the knot. Mm. And uh, uh, otherwise, we walk the aisle. And everyone has their own procedure of calling it a vow. Mm -hmm. So step by step, we walk through the journey of the importance and surface the fact that the togetherness needs to be intact because that is being most hit with the pandemic. It's mm -hmm. training the relationship. People are being forced into a long distance, especially for those who are in arranged marriages and for those who are even together, yet their relationships are being strained because the girl is getting pregnant. I have, I have had two of these girls who have reached out to me and they said that they had to abort the child because they could not get married. So it is not easy mm. and all that fun. There's a lot of complicated, you know, uh, when you go into the layers of understanding why this is so difficult for the engaged couples or for those who are, you know, uh, looking to even commit. It's a real, real uh, struggle period for them. And I hope to impart courage to take that decision and to take that leap to just be together in this phase and walk through with confidence of saying yes with self-awareness. And when that creeps in, then no pandemic or any coronavirus can actually hit you and you know, uh, sort of impact such a powerful thing as a wedding wow. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, I, I think it's good that you're able to help couples, and I think it is important for them to really see that, um, to be able to tell for themselves, you know, how, how committed are they, I, number one, to being able to, you know, you're essentially saying, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Um, but I wonder, does some of what has been playing in has maybe, or, or, or maybe or maybe not, how much impact does maybe the um, parents, you know, have to do with, with the decision? How, what are you finding in that, even, even in normal times, maybe? Uh, A very good question, you know, because Grace, when couples come to me, they are not discussing their uh, mind, their thoughts, with their parents, they fear an argument. If they do that, there's, I mean, they fear an argument with their parents. So they're not discussing their issues or their, uh, you know, thoughts with their parents. They're not discussing it with their friends uh, mm. because of the fear of being judged. And they're not discussing it with their partners because of the, uh, you know, trust issues between them. So when you ask me for parents, they are playing a very important role. So whether the pandemic is there or not, Parents have yet to experience what they have in mind and they want to do it through their children. Mm -hmm. The research says that most 
weddings where parents are involved and they are trying to you know sort of put their uh, aspirations their own desires of having such a wedding for their child is actually that which they could not do for their own mm-hmm. so all of that is coming in and now i ask them the very important question is who is paying for your wedding if yeah. your parents are paying for your wedding then of course they will have their way and mm-hmm. that's where the self awareness kicks in mm, yeah yeah it, that that is a good point because i know it is if if your your parents are helping out financially then you do to some extent want to be able to please them and and, and or at least see if you can meet them halfway in in honoring some of the requests um that they have like you know what guest to invite. <laughs> I know I still remember I remember that having these discussions with my mother-in-law she's like, "Oh, we have to invite all these people. They're not going to come, but you still got to invite them anyway." And I was like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> and that's why, you know, in my coaching sessions, I also tend to coach the parents to align them with the wedding vision of the children that they are getting married because now everyone can come together and be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so important. Absolutely. It, it definitely needs to be on the same page. Um what what are some of the top um stresses that I think a, a an engaged couple goes through when when they're, you know, looking to plan their wedding? What what have you found? You'd be surprised. You know the what is the first point of argument after marriage? Do you know that? Um well I know I know that money comes in somewhere as one as one of the issues <laughs> probably either money or children are or some are probably yeah. the top things you'll be surprised the research says that the first point of argument after marriage is actually wedding photographs Ah, okay. about the wedding planning process it's all about photography it's all about the photographs the right shot the perfect angle you know the perfect decor the the perfect day the perfect attire the everything should just be perfect mm-hmm. that's all that the couple is talking about throughout the wedding planning experience and what i do is i transform that wedding planning experience and make it a more romantic and intimate uh, you know something that is filled with joy and memories that will last for a lifetime then mm-hmm. all of these quarrels and squibs and uh, indifference uh, of opinions in the process of wedding planning mm. That's so interesting because <laughs> again I'm going back to what I went through and I wasn't I that part of it didn't really come into mind especially and, and this actually sort of annoyed my mother during after right after the ceremony cuz she's like okay well you know what pictures are we getting done you know and I was like oh my god I hadn't even really thought about that I'm like okay yeah we got to make sure that I get my mom in a picture with me and you know and the other family and I was like ah um yeah <laughs> everyone i think can relate to this that the wedding photographs are the most important point of discussion throughout uh, the planning yeah uh, yeah and absolutely yeah and 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 looking back on it now it's like i that should have been part of it because that is and because i have looked back on those photos you know over the years and and because it is something that you want to be able to um hopefully it was a very good day and you want to be able to remember that day <laughs> years later right 30 years later uh, before it was a different story at that time uh, we were very happy to get ourselves clicked i feel 
but now it's become more of a you know social media game uh, mm. kind of a thing it's it's more of the likes and the shares so when i interview the wedding wedding photographers and when i speak to them then that time they are sharing all the quarrels and all the conversations all the discussions that are happening while they are posing and then the couple the bride or you know they are actually cribbing that i'm not getting a smiling face you haven't taken this angle so oh. if you are quarreling what will the photographer do yeah that's true <laughs> goodness gracious um I want to ask you about this because it is interesting that, um, well, actually, I've got two ideas coming to my head. So let me deal with the first one first. Why do you feel that it's uh, advantageous for couples to actually have, um, you know, have a coach, you know, have someone like you to be able to help them out? Um, as opposed to perhaps maybe just going through, uh, you know, I know different or well, for me, I grew up and I we got married in the Catholic Church and we had to attend, um, you know, like a marriage encounter weekend type of thing to, to prepare us. But um, but I could I have a feeling that I think the uh, maybe seeing actual you know talking with someone else about the different things like you know saying you should plan ahead for pictures <laughs> might have been might have been helpful for me. So um, what else? What what are some of the benefits that you offer a couple? There are so many, Grace. The, the first thing that I would uh, want to mention to them is that what should you be doing in the first week of marriage? Mm. Now, those things, those conversations are important now when you lay the foundation. When we are seeking the counsel of consultants, attorneys, lawyers, experts in various mm. fields to ensure success, then why not seek the advice in such major decisions such as marriage? Hmm. And when we know, I just read an article uh, the other day that every 13 seconds, there is a divorce happening in America. Wow. Every 13 seconds, hmm. which means that in the two minutes that one is taking a wedding, wow, hmm. nine divorces are taking place. Wow. That's crazy. That's really sad, isn't it? And so that is why wedding coaching because my motto, what I teach is actually take time to say yes. Mm. Take time to say yes. And let's have those conversations now. So now you are able to overcome the decision fatigue. Which color to wear? That also stresses people. Crowd anxiety. Mm. If you are having those things, those palpitations, those, uh, you know, uh, jittery feelings, let's talk about it. Let's have that conversation. Mm -hmm how to get along with your in-laws, how to welcome a new family. Let's talk yeah. about it. Maybe you're not comfortable. Money, which people feel because we are raised that, you know, we should not be talking about money. Whereas, like you said, that's also a very major point of argument later. Mm -hmm. So like this, the uh, list is endless, Grace. Mm -hmm. It's just about having that support. And also earlier, we could get along. But now, neither is willing to give up. They all have their own mindset now. Mm -hmm. They're all, and the internet has actually given us this. Uh, it's been an, it's been a blessing too, to give you that self reliance of surviving without anyone. Mm -hmm. So now, because you have other ways of interacting 
and finding that you know uh, sort of escape from the relationship so now you do not want to be with each other just because you have to be with with each other but then later on they want the relationship back and that's the loop that keeps going on and on and on but if you are really one of those who loves your partner who loves your fiance or your fiancee and wants to work on staying together because relationship requires work right and then why not start right at the very foundation and that's why wedding coaching because when i became a coach grace i had this option of just becoming a relationship coach but i chose this niche because i knew that this is where the foundation could be laid when i began to coach top ceos and mds of fortune 500 companies i was actually coaching their better halves because the hurdle in their business was not their mindset about their uh, work but it was about what was happening back at home mm. so let's start now in the foundation and build from here yeah yeah absolutely because you know now granted today um things are a bit different and a lot of couples wind up actually living together before they're officially married and yet i still think the whole um things still change a little bit it's like once you are still officially married because now you have made a commitment to be with someone for life and so now you need to be able to realize that that's going to just change your mindset a little bit and if you're not prepared for that when you you know when you start really living together after the ceremony um you're you you could have some issues where you're going to have some problems so it's i think it is definitely wise to be able to seek out someone like you for some advice on and maybe even what do you do for like you know the first time you disagree on something you know you just got up a very nice topic grace because uh, when you say about live in partners this girl reached out to me from bristol from europe mm-hmm. and from the uk and she was in a live in for 11 years mm-hmm. and she was facing commitment phobia mm-hmm. <laughs> and for for the last year when she reached out to me her, her boyfriend uh, was uh, you know uh, wanting a breakup Mm-hmm. and she was really feeling very low so her friend recommended her to me and when she came to me uh, she wanted to go back to england and uh, you know a sort of be confident to accept whether her boyfriend breaks up or doesn't because she was running away from the fact cycling mm-hmm. somewhere in the forest in a different country right but then uh, after the coaching session she could in a few weeks she told me that her boyfriend was giving her hints to come back mm-hmm. and to you know uh, let's uh, now solidify the relationship so at times when you are in a relationship and you are unable to overcome your past relationship that's when the commitment phobia creeps in and you are you know in that dilemma of whether you should say yes or no and it gives you that you know um liberty to just leave mm. but then that heartbreak is something that you cannot handle mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so one thing I oh I know what I wanted to ask you before. So um have you or or I guess what what's different um besides, you know, uh, or is there are there any differences let's say in you working with couples who are in India where you live as opposed to working with someone um you know in in the UK like you did. Have you found are there are there 
specific differences and or are there universal things that come up no matter where anyone lives when it comes to planning a wedding? (laughs) Brilliant question because the language of love, Grace, is the same. Mm. And I am serving over 35 countries today, uh, talking to couples, brides and grooms all around. Mm. And all I choose to do is just talk about the language of love. Mm. And that is the same. So it doesn't matter. Eventually, if you really feel for your partner, then there is togetherness. And if you don't feel for your partner, then I offer self-awareness. So Mm -hmm. I prepare you. Because every human seeks love eventually. Mm -hmm. So to bring them there and why they are not there, to help them acknowledge that is what I do. Mm -hmm. Very good. That's awesome. Um, what, uh, What advice would you have for uh, couples right now, um, it may be that are trying to decide whether or not they, I, and I know we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but, but again, you know, dealing with the pandemic, as we're recording this, it's the end of October, and, and uh, cases are, are kind of rising again as we're moving into the winter. Um, so what, what advice would you have right now for couples who are trying to decide, you know, should we you know, let's say they were planning originally a year ago, thinking that they were going to get married this winter. And now they're thinking, well, maybe we should just postpone it until uh, things calm down a little bit um, or, or just continue on. You know, what, what, are you, what are you talking uh, with your clients about? Gloria, the way coronavirus has literally shut down the wedding industry, now whatever is going to come back is going to be totally new. Weddings will not be the same again. So the sooner we accept that fact, the better for us. Mm. Now, even this is going to be a memory. So if you marry in this time also, create that memory. Mm. Do it with self-awareness. Do it knowingly. And you want to celebrate. You can celebrate even your first anniversary. You can celebrate your first child. You can celebrate your first success story together. You Mm. can go on a lovely holiday trip. In any case, even though you're holding on to it, is what I tell the couples that come to me. It's all about enjoying this moment. Why sulk on this moment? And the pandemic has taught us the shortness of life and the value of it and the value of the relationships. Mm. So why miss out on this very moment? That's right. Why not make the most of that? Why not enjoy the candlelight dinner today? Absolutely. And you can always... Have another party later, which is what you know. My my nephew is is planning. Is that they're going? And there will come ways. You will find. You will see that lots of couples will celebrate in different ways, Mm -hmm. and then also you will have that FOMO. You will say, "Oh, I didn't do this, so now I cannot do that." So FOMO is something that you will have to put aside and just enjoy the now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the most important thing is really is do you love the person that you're marrying? Because that's that's ultimately you need to be pleasing each other and not worrying so much about it's, it's nice to include the family, but ultimately that person is who you're going to be living with. And that's who you need to think about them first. Right. In fact, uh, before the pandemic, when couples would come to me and uh, I would ask them now that you are like, especially the newlyweds, Mm -hmm. now that you are coming to me, what happened to all those people who got together for your wedding? Where are they now? Yeah. Are they, are, why aren't they helping you? 
Why aren't they? Everyone has just left you both alone to mm. bang your heads together, and y'all are coming to me. So if you are still waiting to sort of have them around you and strain the relationship, then again, it's your own decision. Mm. That's true. Good, good advice. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? Um, Maybe any other advice um, that you have for, let's say, for um, family members who, who really, to be able to encourage them to support a bride and a groom, uh, especially during this time? The only thing that I would tell the parents and the family of the children who are in this situation is that support them. Again, bring in the love. Where is the love? And let them have their way when so much is conspiring against them. Mm. support them and let let them be on their own and decide for themselves so many couples reach out to me they say we are ready for an intimate wedding but the parents are saying no because mm. they have a huge guest list that they need to entertain yeah so i would only say that let love come in and let them be because already they are facing a lot so and again it's up to them i mean yeah. i'm no one to tell the parents don't uh, you know, um, be because parents have their own point of discussion. They are like, "Oh, we have waited all our lives, and mm. why we only have this one child, and yeah. why should we?" But then, who is even going to see tomorrow when such things are happening? You want to live every moment, don't yeah. you? Absolutely, yeah, uh, yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen, so it's so important to live in the now, right now, and pay pay attention to how you're feeling and to be able to respect the other person. And, and that's the important thing. Um, and just enjoy the joy and the happiness of the child and the family and the ambience, mm-hmm. whatever little you little have, because all, everything is just around you now. You can't even step out of your house. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's whatever you can do to minimize the stress and just to really, yeah, as you say, to just just love them and support them is so important. Uh, that's that's all we can do right now because there, you know, whether or not there'll be time to do something else later, we'll we'll just see, you know. But but for now is yeah, I think that's really great. Um, if so you work in 35 different countries or having clients. That's, that's amazing. And counting. And counting. I just added to someone from Ireland reached out to me. Someone from Ghana reached out to me. So it's just counting. Yes. Last time I counted was 35. Wow. That's awesome. So um, if someone wants to be able to reach out to you for some advice, what is the best way for people to contact you? Through my social media handles by the same name. Shraddha WTV, S-H-R-A-D-H-A-W-T-V and my website, WeddingShakti.com, W-E-D-D-I-N-G-S-H-A-K-T-I.com. All right. Awesome. Well, I will definitely make sure that I have all that information in the show notes. So um, people are will be able to find that if you're listening right now where you can't get to uh, write down that information. Don't worry about it. You'll find it later. Uh, and you can go to liveloveengagepodcast.com and that's where you'll find this episode and all of our previous ones. And I think this has been very helpful. You know, part of what, well, my, the mission of this program is really to help people to 
live fully, to love deeply and engage authentically. And weddings are a big part of that. I mean, that is how, um, that's how people start really, you know, living their lives and being able to, you know, coming together in a spirit of love and, and joy. And uh, so if you can help people uh, enter into that state in a way that is less stressful and, and to focus more on the joy of what they're doing, I think is tremendous. So I'm glad that you are out there helping people in that endeavor uh, because, yeah, we like to have more people stay married than get divorced. So absolutely, Grace. Absolutely. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Yeah, I appreciate having you here and um, appreciate everyone who is watching and listening and uh, uh, until next time I do encourage you all to go out and live fully love deeply and engage authentically one more thing before you go as a valued listener of the live love engage podcast I want to help you shine your light in the world not only while you're listening to the show but all day every day of the week That's why I created the Live, Love, Engage Spiritual Awakening Community on Facebook. It's a place for you to gather with other business professionals and entrepreneurs who are committed to living the life of their dreams. If you want to be a part of this community and receive free trainings from me, go to liveloveengage.com and request to join. That's L-I-V-E-L-O-V-E-E-N-G-A-G-E.com.